Hello everybody and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington bringing you reviews from a Christian Geek worldview and today on the show I'm going to be talking about the PlayStation 5. That's right, last time on the show I talked about the games that I wanted to see on the PlayStation 5 and I, I got some of my wishes there but I had a whole bunch so surely I was going to hit with some of them. I figured last week that, you know, surely this is about to happen anytime soon and then like right after I recorded that they they released something saying hey it's happening on the 11th so as of my recording it is the 11th right now I just watched through the whole thing and I intend to go through the entire conference thing here which really it was just a video with a bunch of trailers and things but I intend to go through this whole thing just item by item and talk about every single one. I'm, I'm more interested in some things than others for sure, but I thought I would just go through and hit every single item on this list all the way down, and man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about the PlayStation 5 reveal that just happened. So many games, man. I was really surprised at just the amount of games and things that were, were shown in this video, you know, I I expected, you know, some games and then the, the PlayStation reveal itself. And we got the PlayStation reveal, but then we, we just got a ton of games and a ton of game reveals. Like, th I think there was maybe only one game in here that we knew was coming or that, that had been officially announced already. Uh, Godfall has been officially announced already. And so we knew about that one. Other than that, though, I think every single other game is like a brand new thing in here, which is so cool and so crazy. Now, because I'm going to be talking about every single thing in here, this is probably going to be a long episode, so I should just jump right into it immediately here. Now, I found it funny that the way they started out, the next generation of console, the future of consoles, this is the future, they kept saying stuff like that throughout the conference, but I thought it was funny. The way they started it out is they're talking about a port of a PlayStation 3 game that's going to be on the PlayStation 5. The Rockstar logo pops up and you go, okay, wait a minute. Is, does this mean that there's going to be a new Rockstar game, whether a new GTA or, or DLC or something for Red Dead Redemption 2? You know, what is this going to be? No, it's, it's going to be GTA 5 is coming to PlayStation 5, which obviously, I mean, of course that was going to come to PlayStation 5. But the icing on the cake with that is that it's coming free with every PlayStation 5. If you buy a PlayStation 5, you get Grand Theft Auto 5, which is like, okay, that's actually pretty cool. Is this something to start out your, you know, the future, this is the future, this is the next generation thing? Maybe not. It's kind of a weird thing to have the first impression of the PlayStation 5 uh, conference be, but that's really cool that, you know, this game that is the best-selling game of all time, and now they're like, hey, you know what, you buy a PlayStation 5, you're just gonna get it, you know, for free, there you go, boom, and it's like, that's, that's extremely cool, uh, though, maybe a trailer to GTA 6 or something maybe would have been more, uh, appropriate, but, uh, they probably just, they're probably just not ready for something like that, you know, uh, so the first new game trailer here is honestly probably the one that I'm most excited for out of all these. And I would save like the most excited for one still closer to the end, but I'm going through them in the order that they happened in. So Spider-Man Miles Morales got a cinematic trailer here and oh my goodness, I am so, so stinking excited for this game, man. I loved Marvel Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4. came out a couple years ago. Man, I loved that game so much. Just doing my favorite superhero and doing my, my favorite character so, so well. Just just one of the, just the best Spider-Man game out there, easily, in my opinion. And just an absolutely fantastic game. One of the best superhero games ever made in my opinion just absolutely fantastic now we're getting a sequel to that with 
Miles Morales seemingly as the main character. It's called Spider-Man Miles Morales, and it was a cinematic trailer. We didn't see any gameplay or anything like that, but it it, it seemed to imply, at least to me, that you actually you play as Miles Morales here, and then Peter Parker would actually be the secondary character, which is interesting. That is like, I did not expect that. I expected to mainly play as Peter, and then maybe, you know, you switch off and play as Miles sometimes, or something more along those lines instead of just completely role reversing the this focus is on Miles Morales maybe we'll play as Peter in this game maybe not but dude I think that's awesome man I like the Miles Morales Spider-Man and it looks like they're giving him his electric powers you know that he has in the comics as well which is very cool uh, I do wonder if they're gonna switch off between Peter Parker and Miles Morales like per game like is the next game gonna be another Peter Parker game or is it gonna be more Miles Morales, dude, what if they, they followed the Ultimate Universe and, and killed off the Peter Parker Spider-Man and it was just Miles Morales moving forward? That would be insane if they did that. Like, dude, what kind of risky move would that be? That would be nuts. And the kind of nuts that could just be completely amazing, you know? But I, I have my doubts as to that happening. I, I'm i thinking maybe now, are they going to switch off, you know, like the next game after this one will be a Peter Parker one again, or the, or maybe, hey, you know, we're bringing Spider-Man 2099 in here, we can have a Spider-Man 2099 game. Dude, I would love that. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't expect that one to happen as much, though, dude, I want it to. Uh, and plus, he, he might be in the Spider-Man Edge of the Spider-Verse 2, you know, sequel one, that is teased at the end credits there, so I can't wait for him. I like that character. I love Spider-Man. Man, this game looks awesome. I, I cannot wait for this. It's just a little short cinematic thing, but man, my hype level just went to 100 with this, man. I I cannot wait for this. Uh, I'm not going to probably dive as much into every single trailer, uh, but man, this is the one I'm, I'm most excited for, and I just, I love it. I can't wait. The trailer, so, so cool. And, uh, and the reveal, just the reveal of of Miles Morales being the character. He's the main guy in this one. It's like, oh, that's that's weird. That's different. And I'm very, very excited to see that turn. I wasn't expecting it, but I think that's extremely cool. Uh, Grand Turismo 7. We got some gameplay here. And it says this is the real driving simulator. That seems like the tagline for this game. And, I mean, first off, just the graphics. The graphics look absolutely insane. They look amazing. And they always do with the car games. You know, they always release a car game right near the beginning of a generation or something. And then you, you look at it and you go, dude, those cars look amazing, you know? And that's the case here. Uh, I don't like Gran Turismo particularly. It's just, it's too arcadey, you know? Uh... You know, so Gran Turismo games, I I don't really play those games. It's just, it's too simmy. I like the arcadey stuff. You know, Forza Horizon 4 type stuff is the, the games that I like. Or, you know, just, just the ones that are a little more arcadey, a little less simmy. You know, I don't want a driving simulator. That's too much what the Gran Turismo games are. So I don't care for them. But if you like them, then you'll probably be excited for this game. Uh, Ratchet and Clank... A Rift Apart, or Rift Apart. We got, it was a, a gameplay trailer and a cinematic trailer here. And, uh, th I mean, this looks pretty cool. You know, it's made by Insomniac, which is interesting because they, they're also the ones that made Spider-Man. So they're working on two games at once here or something. Uh, you know, odd, but okay, interesting, cool. Uh, I guess if they can if they can pull that off, then great, you know? Uh, it's like dimension hopping kind of thing, you know, like Ratchet and Clank are, are jumping through dimensions. Uh, should make for some, you know, pretty cool variety and levels and stuff, and, and it looks pretty cool. Like, visually, it looks like the best Ratchet and Clank you ever seen, you know? Um, and then it's like they get separated, and like rat, a, a female Ratchet appears, and it's like, oh, hey, you know? And, uh, I don't know, it, it's not really my thing, Ratchet and Clank, that's the, the, I don't know, the, yeah, I've never really played those games, I, I don't have a huge interest in those games, and so, uh, you know, it, it might be cool, it might be fun, it's gonna have an audience, I'm probably just not really gonna be uh, that interested in it, not gonna be a part of that audience. Uh, Project Athea, Athea, A-T-H-I-A, they never said how to pronounce this one, so I'm not exactly sure. Uh, a cinematic trailer, this 
looks pretty cool. Uh, it's like a, a fantasy game with it's got like dragons and monsters, and you play as this lady with like superpowers. She's like jumping super high and maybe flying. I don't know. Uh, it looks like she also like controls plants at one point, where she like points her hand and then like plants come out of the ground and grab something, you know. And it's like, oh, that that's pretty cool, you know. Uh, there's some absolutely stunning visuals in here. Like there's this dragon with what looks like uh, lava in his chest that's just like dripping out. And it's just an amazing visual, you know? I was like, oh, that is really, really cool. Uh, this looks awesome. I mean, I we need to see some gameplay. If this turns out to be like some turn-based gameplay or something, then I'm not going to be interested. But the, the cinematic trailer here is just absolutely awesome. And so uh, I, I can't wait for it. Uh, at least I can't wait to see what the, the gameplay actually is for this thing. Uh, Stray got a cinematic trailer this is interesting so stray uh this is like in a, a post-human world where like now there's just robots living everywhere so and it's uh it's kind of interesting there's like some world building going on where uh you know you see the the robots like maintaining themselves and, and doing random other stuff you know but then there's like there's this uh graffiti that says r.i.p humans so it's like oh is there's some of the robots like sad that the humans died or something or or I don't know it's I, I think there could be something interesting with that uh you follow around this trailer as a cat as this this cat is like walking around this robot town there's no dialogue or anything uh do we play as the cat? The game is called Stray and the Stray pops up and the cat is sitting there so it's like oh it's a stray cat in a robot world like uh I don't know I'd, I'd be curious to see what gameplay this is and if this this is just going to be like a little indie game where you just walk around and see the world and stuff and it'll be like oh cool interesting moody you know kind of stuff or whatever maybe uh could be cool uh I don't know I mean, you playing as a cat that's that's kind of weird I haven't played as a cat since uh murdered soul suspects I guess uh <laughs> uh okay so after this they had uh, some PlayStation 5 features, so they just, uh, you know, showed some quick snippets and, and said some PlayStation 5 features, so, uh, they got 4K Blu-ray player going on in here, which definitely they should have going on here, that makes sense, uh, they got a SSD hard drive, a solid straight state hard drive, uh, which, you know, I, I don't know, I'm not a huge techie guy necessarily, so I don't know what all exactly that means, but I know from what I hear that that means things should be able to load a lot quicker with something like that, so that's pretty cool. Uh, ray tracing, again, I don't know the details of what that means, but it should make the games visually look a lot better. Uh, haptic feedback, this is an interesting one. Uh, so haptic feedback is with the controller. When you're holding the controller, not only will it just vibrate, because the, the games and stuff, you know, it'll vibrate, you know, if you get punched or, or whatever in a game nowadays with the PlayStation uh, going all the way back to the PlayStation 2. I don't know if it was in the first PlayStation or not. But now with haptic feedback, they have ways to make the controller actually feel like what's going on on the screen more. So... You know, so so as you're doing stuff, it'll feel more like you're you're falling into water when you jump into water or something, as opposed to all vibrations more or less being the same. You know, just different levels of intensity maybe before, whereas now they have ways to make them feel different in your hand, which is like, oh, that's that's weird, that's interesting. If you could pull that off in a cool way, that would be really cool. Uh, in the same vein, uh, adaptive triggers. So the the triggers that you're pulling will will change you know how hard you have to pull them or how they feel when you're pulling them depending on what you're doing whether you know if you're shooting a gun it'll feel one way but if you're if you're pulling it to like pull a sword out of a stone because you're king arthur it'll feel you know harder to pull out or something or it'll feel different you know so it's like oh that's that's another thing that could be really cool now it's it completely depends on how much the developers would use something like that if it's the kind of thing Excuse me. If it's the kind of thing that's like the uh, the the touchpad on the controller, it'll be like, oh well, you know, some of the you know some people use that pretty well. Some of the developers, but then others ones just it's just a giant map button. You know, it's, it could basically just be the select button or something. You know, so you know it depends on how these people use it. But I think haptic feedback and adaptive controllers both could be something that could be extremely cool uh, in this next generation of consoles here. Uh, 
it says it's motion sensitive, which it has, you know, PlayStation 3 was, PlayStation 4 was, uh, so it makes sense PlayStation 5 will be. Uh, I, I'm never usually that crazy about it when games actually utilize that. I've never found a game that utilized that, that I was like, ooh, I like that in this game. You know, it's always kind of this odd thing where you gotta shake your controller or something. Or I guess, you know what, no. The Last of Us, when you had to kind of shake your controller a little bit to do your flashlight, that was actually kind of cool. So, you know, maybe if you got something else like that or, or something that could... Uh, you know, blend into the game or adapt into the game pretty well, that could be pretty cool. Uh, but generally speaking, the motion-sensitive thing on the controllers, I've, I've never been a, a huge fan of personally. Uh, they got a, a USB port for charging here, not the like the mini USB kind of port for charging, uh, which is good. That's better than the charging port that they have on the PlayStation 4. It's got a built-in microphone and an integrated speaker, uh, which is interesting. Uh, the the speaker, technically the PlayStation 4 one has a speaker. Some games will like, uh, you know, do different sounds out of that. In, in Death Stranding, when the baby would cry, it would come out the speaker, except I always plugged in my headphones, and so it never came out the speaker on the the <laughs> on the controller. It always just went to the headphones. Uh, but, but, you know, there's different games that'll use that in different ways. Uh, like, uh, in Call of Duty, I remember one of the Call of Duties, whenever you would, like, you'd throw the grenade, it would tell your friends or whatever, it'd say, grenade out on their controllers and not the other ones, I think. And so it's like, oh, that's, that's kind of a neat way to do that kind of stuff. Uh, the built-in microphone is interesting. I imagine it's not going to be that good of a microphone. It's not going to be a high-quality microphone because it's just kind of shoved into a controller. That said... It opens up the possibilities of talking to people in the game, you know. If you don't have a, a, a good way to talk to people in game, which I technically, I don't have a good way of talking to people in game. I don't have a nice headset that has the, the way I can speak into it and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, maybe that could be good for, for somebody like me or somebody who doesn't have the money to get uh, a nicer pair of headphones with the, uh, you know, with a mic to talk into. So, I mean, that could be good. It also could enable a lot of kids to, you know, just <laughs> trash talk you and just be stupid and stuff on there. But I guess that's just a part of the gaming experience. You know, it is what it is. Uh, the headphone jack is back, which is great. Uh, is there Bluetooth? I would like there to be Bluetooth. If I could hook up my Bluetooth headphones to my PlayStation or the PlayStation controller or something, that would be great. Uh, but they didn't say anything about that. So I'm kind of surprised they don't even have that on the PlayStation 4. Like, at that point, you think they would have in inserted that into the console. They didn't say anything about it here. I, I hope it's there, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, 3D audio. They it, it just like said 3D audio and didn't really explain it. But dude, they may have already made huge advances in that. At least in my mind, from what I've I've seen and played here, uh, with like Resident Evil 2 and with uh, with certain other games that I've been playing. It's like. They, oh, uh, Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice too. Uh, they did a fantastic job at, at putting the audio in different places, and you can distinctly tell where this audio is coming from. Like, in Resident Evil 2, uh, when I'm playing, and it's like, oh, I hear a zombie, and I can tell not only that it's to the right or to the left, or, you know, not only kind of a general direction, but you can tell, like, oh, it's right over there, about that far away, and you go and look, and it totally was. And it's like, that is extremely cool. Like, that is so cool. And so if they could jack that up even more, make that even better, dude, I would love that. Because when that happens in a game, I'm like, dude, that is really cool, you know? And it's so much more immersive because it's so much, you know, it's it that makes it just so much closer to reality when in the game you can actually hear directly where something is coming from. Extremely cool, extremely cool. And if I had the nicer headphones, it would probably work even better, you know? Uh... All right, now we're moving back to games. So we got Returnal, which is a mixture of Return and Eternal. I'm guessing that's that's the meaning of that name. Uh, this was a cinematic trailer with like some possible gameplay in there or not. I don't know exactly. Uh, 
this is kind of a, a live die repeat edge of tomorrow kind of thing going on here that's it's like a lady that's in a spaceship she crash lands on a planet she gets attacked by aliens she dies and then when she wakes up she wakes up on the spaceship again to repeat the same thing again over and over and over uh it looks like it's like an action-adventure action third-person shooter kind of thing with, like, monsters and stuff for the enemies, which is pretty cool. You know, it, it looks like it could be cool. It looks like it could be fun. Uh, is it a roguelike game? The the whole death and, and, you know, waking up again makes me think it's like a roguelike-type game uh, where, you know, every time you die, you pretty much lose your progress and you move forward again and try to regain progress. Uh, I'm not crazy about that type of game personally, but... Uh, I mean, if it's well done, maybe I would I would check it out. But this is kind of one of them that uh, we'll wait and see. You know, we'll see some more. We'll see some gameplay from it, and we'll see some other things from it before I uh, make too much of a decision about that one. But it, it piques my interest at the very least. Uh, the next game we got here, Sackboy: A Big Adventure. This was a cinematic trailer for this. Uh, you know, and it's a puzzled platformer. You know, you got like co-op with the female Sackboy in there. Or is it sack girl then? If it's the female sack boy, sack girl, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, this is just not my thing. It looks, you know, cute and fun or whatever, I guess. But it's it's just frankly, it's just not my thing, you know. So if you're into sack boy in those games, check it out. If you're not, you, you don't need, really need to bother. Uh, Destruction All Stars got a cinematic trailer. Now this. This piqued my interest here. Uh, this looks like Destruction Derby meets like Rocket League mixed with Fortnite. With Rocket League, with kind of the crazy chaotic cars flying everywhere. With kind of a similar-ish art style, I would say, to Rocket League. And then with Fortnite, because you can crazy design the characters that are in your cars in ways that very much looks like wacky, wonky, Fortnite-type designed characters. Um, and... Honestly, this, and also the the maps that it's set in, it's Destruction Derby, but then the maps, it's just got like blades flying around or different things, and you go around crashing into the other cars to try to destroy them. You can like weapon up your cars somehow, I don't know, it showed like one with like a saw blade on it and stuff, and it's just like the different ways that you can upgrade your car. I think this could be awesome, like I think this could be like the new Rocket League kind of thing of just absolutely fun to play and just an absolute blast, and so... I'm looking forward to this, man. I, I have got my eye on Destruction All-Stars, and I want to I wanna see what comes of this game, you know, because I think I think this could be awesome. Now, how much is this going to cost? This could be like the free-to-play, you buy the skins, you buy this that kind of stuff kind of game, in which case I'm definitely checking it out. Uh, or it could be if it drops like a 60 buck kind of thing, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see more before I, I actually decide to go full in on it. But I this has definitely piqued my interest. I am very curious about Destruction All-Stars. Uh, Kenna, Bridge of the Spirits. Got a cinematic trailer uh, with some possible gameplay in there. And this looks like the uh, kind of like a animated, like family friendly action adventure kind of fantasy game, you know, where you got like this young girl with magical powers and something, and she fights some monsters and saves some like little hamster looking things. Uh, it looks cute, you know, the combat actually looks pretty decent, you know, the the animation is stellar, and, and this, the, the animation, honestly, it looks like a good, like, animated movie kind of thing, you know, and again, it was a, a cinematic trailer, so who knows, but with the PlayStation 5, it seems like the graphics, man, just getting better and better and better, and, you know, this could be fun, you know, but just from this short little trailer, it, it might just kind of be aimed at somebody younger than me, I don't know, this is kind of a wait and see what the the critics say about this one for me. So uh, we'll see about Kenna Bridge of the Spirits. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High. Got a cinematic trailer here. This is like a 2D animation anime kind of looking game where there you got these anthropomorphic animals or maybe monsters i'm honestly not really sure they're like in high school and then oh we're getting out of high school and then they have a lot of teen angst and they're like in a band or something maybe and i i don't know it just no gameplay here so I, I have no idea what the gameplay is gonna be and honestly this just it does not interest me at all it just it doesn't interest me in the least and so I'm just moving on. 
Oddworld Soul Storm. Now this is a mostly cinematic trailer with uh, some gameplay I think that is in here. I, I think it's actual gameplay in here. Now I know nothing about the Oddworld franchise. This, uh, it looks like a, a side-scrolling game where you play as an alien, but like the alien clones himself because there's like a hundred aliens of him jumping around sometimes. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be comedic from what the guy said before because he's like, you die in a many hilarious ways. And it's like, okay, you die in hilarious ways, okay. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, the trailer had a pretty serious tone overall. I mean, there was a couple jokes here and there, but... And, you know, the, the main character would, like, make a goofy face or something. But, honestly, it had a fairly serious tone for for what he said before about, you know, dying in hilarious ways and stuff. But, I don't know. Whatever. This, this just isn't my kind of game. I'm not the, the side-scrolling, uh, beat-em-up, like, platformer kind of guy. You know, that, that, that kind of game... You know, it, it can be good, it can be fun, depending on the one, but for the most part, this it's just not really my kind of game. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Now, I was looking forward to seeing this trailer. This is one that actually was announced beforehand. Uh, man, I, I was excited for this one mostly because of the studio that made this, because they are the, the same studio. By the way, this is a gameplay trailer. Uh, this is the same studio that made The Evil Within 2, which is an absolutely phenomenal survival horror game, by the way. If you're into survival horror games and have not played The Evil Within 2, even if you played the first one and you're like, oh, I wasn't crazy about the first one, dude, the second one outshines the first one so much. Check out Evil Within 2. Um, this, though, it looks more like an action-based kind of first-person shooter with definite strong horror elements in there, you know? Uh, your character has, like, some kind of powers or, or magic or something. I'm not exactly sure. There's, like, light and fire and stuff shooting out of his hands and stuff. Uh, the enemies have some really, really cool designs. There's one, like, Slender Man kind of looking guy, faceless, tall, in a suit kind of thing, you know? Uh, there's, like, a Japanese schoolgirl, but just without a head, which is just, it's just odd, you know? It's the kind of thing where you see that and it's just... It's so odd that it's just kind of disturbing in a way, you know? Uh, there's this creepy kid in a raincoat that, like, calls in bigger enemies and stuff. It's just, it's some weird, interesting uh, visual imagery. Very stylish, very, you know, visually cool. Uh, and the environments, the environments are really just kind of strange and stuff. It's all set in Tokyo, obviously, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo. But it's all set in Tokyo, but it's all very... Very weird, very strange looking, but very, very cool. I am a little disappointed that they didn't do another survival horror game after the amazingness that was The Evil Within 2, but... I mean, this this looks cool as well, so I mean, I, I guess I can't complain too much. Uh, I would like to see a more extended gameplay video. This is definitely gameplay in here, but it's all kind of chopped up to show you, oh, this is all the best bits or whatever, you know. I, w I would like to see more of like a, 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 just a slice of gameplay, just one long, you know, 15-minute slice of gameplay to see more of what like the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay is like in this game. But hey, overall, I am definitely looking forward to Ghostwire Tokyo. I think this has a, a lot of potential. I hope it's good. Uh, Jet the Far Shore got a cinematic trailer, and uh. I don't know what this is, honestly. It started as, like, an ancient-looking civilization and ended up with them, like, flying around in a spaceship. And I have literally no clue what this game is. I mean, if I were to guess, I would say, is this, like, a space exploration game like No Man's Sky? Or maybe it's, like, the kind of game where you start off small and you build up, 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 and now you got a spaceship and you fly around. I don't know. I just don't know. And I don't know. Quite frankly, at this point, it's just like, eh. It didn't impress me enough to stick out above all the ones that I'm actually excited for in this game lineup here. So, um, I'm moving on to Godfall. Uh, this Godfall had a cinematic trailer before, and it's like, dude, you know, looks visually pretty cool. Uh, but now here we got a gameplay trailer. Still looks visually very cool. It's like a third-person action game with characters in cool armor beating up other people in, like, slightly less cool armor. And, uh, that's that. I don't know what else to say about it. I have literally no clue what the story is about. 
but the combat looks like the focus here. And the combat's cool, you know? The combat, it kind of reminds me of something like a Devil May Cry style, like stylish kind of combat. Probably not as uh, deep of a design as Devil May Cry's combat. Devil May Cry is insanely deep combat. Uh, but, you know, I believe it's like the, the looter, shooter, or I guess looter, beater-upper grindy type of game like uh, Destiny and like Anthem. So that doesn't really appeal to me, but this trailer made it look cool. You know, so I mean, it that part appeals to me, I guess. You know, it makes it look cool. I'll see what other people are saying about this one. Uh, you know, also the trailer in this, had a fun rap song in it that I immediately looked up afterwards, and it's uh, Make Way for the King by Ohana Bam. And I don't know this guy, I don't know who this guy is, but the song is really fun, and it didn't really have much cursing in it, which is rare for rap music, so I'm, I'm gonna check this guy out later. I'm gonna see if I, if I like this guy, but it's like that... That, that was the thing that stuck out to me most, honestly, in that trailer, because I immediately looked that up after watching that trailer. Solar Ash is the next cinematic trailer here. Uh, now, Solar Ash, this is interesting. The art style to this immediately reminded me so much of Bound, the early, like, PlayStation 4 game. Uh, it's... I, I totally, I totally thought it was a sequel when this trailer started up. I mean, it's, it's got like that kind of odd character design, the simplistic yet like detailed look of the game, and the heavy use of pink throughout the trailer all look so incredibly similar to Bound. If you haven't seen any gameplay of Bound or played Bound, uh, it's... It's an interesting game. It's like one of them visually artsy kind of things that is is interesting for sure. And even in Inbound, the character dances everywhere. And in this trailer, this character skates everywhere. So, I mean, not exactly the same, but kind of thematically maybe a little bit similar, you know? Uh, there's just, there's a lot of kind of touchstones between these two games. But it's not a sequel, and it's not even by the same developer or anything. So, it's, uh, it's completely different. So not a sequel to Bound. The trailer is bright, it's colorful, and you know, it just oozes this great atmosphere, you know. Uh, I'm gonna wait to see a gameplay trailer for this before I make a call, but the, the trailer, it's visually striking, which does go a, a long way for me personally. Hitman 3 was announced here, got a cinematic trailer, and I mean, you know, it looks like another Hitman game. 47 is out there killing people, and now the people have better facial animation than you've ever seen in a Hitman game, you know? I mean, I, I'm sure this game will be great, and I'll, I'll probably play it at some point, you know? I mean, the first game was great, but... I mean, I still haven't gotten around to playing Hitman 2 yet, so, uh, I don't know. I will eventually, and I'll, I'll probably get around to playing this one. The Hitman games are always fun, but they're never those games that I'm like, oh, I gotta run out and try that game out, you know? It's just whenever I see it on a, a good deal or something, it's like, oh, I'll pick that one up, and I'll play that one. So, uh, you know, maybe when Hitman 3 comes out, I'll, I'll play Hitman 2. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> At this point in the in the show, they played what looks like the what's going to be the start of the PlayStation 5. So it has like the the new sound and some like particle effects and then it says please press the PlayStation button on your controller. And so it's like, "Oh, okay. This is this is cool. I mean, ultimately this is not a big deal, but but it's cool because it's going to be something that I'm going to be hearing a lot over the, you know, coming years here. And also, I get super nostalgic about the PlayStation 1's startup sound. Like, when that sound plays, it's like, ah, yes, I love it, I love it, I love it. It's great. Uh, then, after that, they had Astro's Playroom. Uh, so, this... <laughs> Uh, it was a cinematic trailer, possibly some gameplay in there, but it, it might have just been cinematic trailer gameplay look-alike kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, but this looks like a sequel to Astrobot, and it's just, you know, a bunch of those tiny little robots that are in Astrobot jumping around in a platformer kind of thing. It looks cute. It's really just not my kind of game. You know, puzzle platformer kind of things, generally speaking, just not really my kind of game. Uh, little Devil Inside got a cinematic trailer and so this is about a, a kid that like leaves his dad and goes at and starts hunting monsters or something or goes on some adventure or something i don't know exactly uh it looks like 
a, a kind of a younger person's horror game, you know, kind of like uh, Little Nightmares uh, or like Coraline. If you ever seen that movie, it's like a, a younger person's horror movie, you know. Uh, the the monsters look pretty cool. The the gameplay, I don't know. Uh, it's you know, and it's it's cinematic, so we don't know, I guess. The the art style is interesting. It's different, but. Honestly, I'm not crazy about it. I think just I think the people look kind of weird, you know, and just eh. But uh, yeah, little devil inside. I don't know. Let's wait till we see a gameplay trailer, I guess. Uh, NBA 2K21. If I wasn't talking about every single game, I wouldn't even bring this game up because I don't care that this had a cinematic trailer. <laughs> I, I I'm not really into sports games, you know. And as someone who's not into sports games all that much. And so I'm, I'm not well-informed with sports games. I will say that this has the best facial animation I've ever seen in a sports game, for sure. And, you know, there's, like, sweat dripping off this player's face and stuff. And it's like, that looked, it looked real. Like, it was insane, you know? It looks really, really good. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, it's it's, it's a basketball game. I, I, I don't particularly care. Uh, I've played basketball games I've liked, you know? But, ultimately... It's, it's not what I'm going to be looking forward to. It's, it's probably not what I'm going to play. Uh, okay, this next one here, man. Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. Got a cinematic trailer. From the developers who brought you Octodad comes Bug Snacks. A world where bugs are also snacks. So you got this hamburger spider, and you got a, a cinnamon roll. It's a snail. And you got this, like, walking strawberry that... I'm really just not sure what he was supposed to be, but he's just a walking strawberry, and then something eats him, and I don't know, guys. This looks terrible to me. Man, I was cringing the whole way through this trailer. I mean, I guess it's it's for kids, right? So, okay, you know, give it a little leeway, I guess, but you can make good games for kids. Man, it's just, it, it just didn't look good to me, man. It just did not look good. Uh... Demon Souls. Okay, Demon Souls apparently d got a cinematic trailer here. Apparently, the much rumored Demon Souls remaster here is indeed happening. Or is it a remake? They didn't make that explicitly clear. I'm assuming it's just a remaster and not a remake. Uh, but if it's a remake, then I suppose Blue Point Games, who's the the ones that's remaking it, then could make Demon Souls two. That would be interesting. But whatever this is. We're getting Demon Souls back again. If you don't know, Demon Souls is the precursor to Dark Souls. Dark Souls is what popularized this Souls-like, Souls-born kind of genre. Games like uh, Bloodborne, games like uh, The Surge, games like Neo, you know, those games wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Demon Souls. Ultimately, if it wasn't for Dark Souls, which those wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Demon Souls. So this is kind of the precursor to all those things. It looks like, you know, cool-looking monsters, cool-looking uh, fantasy aesthetic. It's I, I always enjoy the world of these games. I never played through an entire one, but the, the world of these games always intrigues me. But honestly, I'm, just, I'm not a huge fan of the Dark Souls games. I'm not a huge fan of that style of game. I'm curious to see the reception of this, though, just because... This is an older game. It's like this is kind of the precursor to some of those. I wonder if people will play it and be like, oh, yeah, this fits right in amongst the the Dark Souls and the Bloodborns and the all those of the world. Or if they'll play it and be like, wow, this is an outdated mess that really, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just I'm curious to see what how this game is going to stack up in people's minds against like the Dark Souls games and the, you know, those type of games. Deathloop. Got a cinematic trailer here, and something, I'm not quite sure if it's gameplay in here, or if it's a cinematic made-to-look-like gameplay in here, but, you know, it's it's something that's supposed to imitate the gameplay at the very least, I think. Uh, so this is about, like, assassins that are stuck in a time loop, and they're all trying to kill you, because you're the main character. Uh, it looks like a, a roguelike, where every time you die, you have to kind of start from scratch again, and if if that's the case, then I'm, I'm not crazy about the that, though the action does look 
look very cool. You get, uh, you know, a bunch of weapons and weapons in one hand and then like superpowers in the other, much like Dishonored, much like uh, Bioshock, you know, those kind of games, which is always fun. I, I definitely enjoy that. So this this looks fun. You know, we'll have to wait and see the, the roguelike elements potentially in there. Uh, might hinder me a little bit. So this is kind of a wait and see. We'll see what the critics say. We'll see what people say about this one, but it does look fun. Deathloop looks pretty cool. Now, Resident Evil 8 Village. Got a cinematic trailer with kind of hints at gameplay in there, but it was pretty much just cinematic. And man, I'm so happy. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy this game is happening and this game is happening like this. I love Resident Evil 7, man. Resident Evil 7 is so great. Easily the scariest game that I've ever played. And this is a direct follow-up to that. I love that we're back to the first-person camera, unlike, uh, you know, Resident Evil 2 and 3. Um, we're back to the first-person camera. We're back to Ethan as the, the main character here. The setting is weird. Like, I don't know how Ethan ended up in this place, but, you know, I'm, I'm game to find out, right? And also, there's werewolves. The werewolves are showing up in Resident Evil now. I don't think they've ever shown up in Resident Evil before, at least not that I, I know of. I haven't played all the games, but honestly, that's awesome. Like, I am totally for werewolves being in this game, man. I, I love it. Uh, Chris Redfield shows up here and shoots someone Ethan apparently cares about, I guess. Maybe it's Mia. Honestly, I have no idea who. I have no idea why. But I want to play the game to find out. Now, there's a group of women in this trailer that look an awful lot like uh, witches to me. But I, I don't know. I don't know what this is. This is just, this looks awesome to me honestly this looks awesome it maybe looks a little more outlandish it looks a little more crazy than uh than seven it looks a little more not outlandish seven was ridiculous but it was a lot scarier this one maybe looks a little less scary i hope they keep the core tension they keep that core scariness that was so present in the for most of the the first game you know but uh, either way, man, I, I, this looks awesome. I'm, I'm a full-blown Resident Evil fan at this point. I mean, really, bring it on. I, I know I keep saying this too, but the, the facial animation, dude, in this game looks amazing. There's a point where a villager like tries to shoot Ethan, and then you get a real like up close look at his face when he's like looking around, and like, dude, that <laughs> looks so good, man. It looks so good, so cool. Uh. So, Resident Evil 8, I, I cannot wait because it's going to be great. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Pragmata is the next one. It's a cinematic trailer. Pragmata. P-R-A-G-M-A-T-A. -A -A. Pragmata, I think, is probably how you would say it. Uh, so, this has, like, a, a man... In like a, a futuristic looking space suit. He's like this big dude in a futuristic looking space suit. You don't see his face. He's standing on like this badly damaged earth. Uh, you know, buildings are destroyed and all this kind of stuff. And there's holograms and this little girl shows up. And then all of a sudden they like all fly up and fly to the moon somehow. Why? How? I have no idea. But it looked really cool anyway. Uh, I thought this might actually be another Bioshock game when stuff started happening because you have this giant like faceless you know man in a suit that doesn't talk at this point in the trailer anyway and then he's standing next to this little girl in a blue dress you know much like the whole big daddy little girl you know little sisters kind of situation but nope not Bioshock and and that's okay they're working on another Bioshock it could have been announced here but I, I didn't necessarily expect it to be announced here uh this was a really cool trailer, but honestly, I, I, I need gameplay to really know what this game actually is. But, you know, I mean, this 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 piques my interest for Pragmata, uh, for sure, anyway. So, we'll see what it is in the future here. Uh, this one is the one people a lot of people were predicting. Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, gets a cinematic trailer here. Now, remember that guy who said he was going to do a thing in the first game? Well, apparently he did a thing because the world is going to heck and Aloy has to stop him. And uh, 
that's what's going on now. This looks this looks great, man. You know, visually it looks fantastic. You got new robot monsters, new robot dinosaurs and stuff. The robot turtle in particular, man, that just like when I saw that, it's like, yes. That is so cool. I don't know if Aloy is going to fight that thing or if it's going to be peaceful or what. That thing is massive. I don't know how she would fight that thing. But, dude, super cool, super cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Horizon Forbidden West. I'm looking forward to it. I loved that first game. I thought it was great. Uh, maybe a bit overrated, but I still thought it was great. And I am totally excited for Horizon Forbidden West. And I'm glad they didn't try some stupid, you know, Horizon One Dawn or some stupid name like that. They just went ahead and worked with the naming convention that they had, that they had already established here. Horizon subname. Horizon Forbidden West. Okay. Uh, and then at this point we get to the actual PlayStation reveal and they, they revealed the PlayStation, you know, we get to see what it looks like and it's pretty cool looking, you know, it's, it's, it's black and white, like an inverse Oreo, you know, with the white on the outside and the black in the middle and the, t the top is kind of flared out. So it's flared out. And then the black part is kind of smaller on the inside with the white pieces sticking out on the top it sits upright instead of sideways uh you know and with this different shape i think it looks cool honestly i think it looks neat it looks futuristic kind of looking you know which i mean i guess what is what is futuristic looking but you know movie kind of futuristic looking is what it looks like uh i do hope though with that kind of odd different shape while looking cool for sure i hope it can set down sideways you know and and we don't have to set it upright it looks like if you set it down sideways it would like wobble uh, you know wobble 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 uh so maybe <laughs> that would be disappointing honestly if i couldn't set it sideways because that's how i store my playstations so if, if i had to set it upright honestly i don't know where i would put my playstation 5 so I hope we can set it sideways so I can stick it in the cupboard, kind of whatever the heck you call that thing that you put a TV on. I got one of those, and it would be nice if it went in sideways. Uh, <laughs> other than that, though, I mean, it looks cool. It kind of matches the controller that they released earlier, the, the look of the controller where it's kind of this black and gray and, and white kind of combined colors there look. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty interesting. I don't know if I ever talked about the controller uh I'm curious. I'm curious to test this controller out because I love the PlayStation 4 controller. Honestly, I think the PlayStation 4 controller is probably the best console controller I've ever used. It's my favorite console controller ever. And so, you know, you can always improve on something. You can always make something better, right? But... I don't know. They they the way they made it look like a little more curved, a little more like it's like hmm, is that gonna how's that gonna feel? You know, it all depends on how it feels. You know, and I think it looks it looks fine. The controller, I like the look of the console better than I like the look of the controller personally, but they do fit well together. I'm just gonna have to wait and see whenever you know at the end of the year when it's released and go into a GameStop and and hold the controller and see how it feels or something like that you know because I'm probably not gonna I'm not gonna be buying this console until uh, <clears throat> I don't know a, at least a year or two into its its life cycle I imagine but I <laughs> unless I I just break down and buy it sooner which uh, might happen I guess depending on the the games that are released. Dude, Spider-Man's being released, dude. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this might be the kind of thing where it's like, oh, I probably shouldn't, but hey, look, well, I went out and spent $500 on a console, so... <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens, man. Life's hard, right, man? I can't set my console down sideways. I might have to spend money on a console, and God's blessed me with the resources to potentially be able to do this in the future. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> life's so hard, right? First world problems. All right. Now, they they also said that there is they they showed the the images of a playstation 5 like just the regular edition which has a cd drive and then they have playstation 5 digital edition which is what i was curious if xbox was gonna do i did not think playstation was gonna do this but no two separate versions of the console you got the regular playstation 5 version that you can stick a disc in and then you have the playstation 5 digital edition which will probably be a little bit cheaper but i'm not gonna get that because i want to be able to buy physical media so so, 
I'm getting that one. If you don't want that, this is, this is, I mean, honestly, this is the way of starting to just phase out the physical media, you know? By the time PlayStation 6 comes around, will it come with a disk drive? I don't know. Computers don't even come with disk drives anymore. It's insane. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, it's, uh, okay, yeah, they also showed a, like, a charging station for your controllers. They showed a, uh, like, a remote, like, a TV remote for the PlayStation, which is interesting. I mean, I guess maybe that would be good for, for watching movies, but generally speaking, I, I'm cool, totally cool with just using my controller, you know? Uh, I assume, and then, oh yeah, there was some headphones too that you could wear that were supposed to be amazing, but I assume those were sold separately. You know, I, I assume those are going to be sold separately, not included with the console, because that would just jack up the prices significantly in a way that they wouldn't need to. Maybe if any of these are included with the console, it would probably be the remote, but my guess is all of those things would be sold separately, you know? Uh, either way, dude. I cannot wait to play the PlayStation 5. I cannot wait for these games, man. Especially Spider-Man, man. Spider-Man Spider is the game that I am easily looking forward to the most out of all these, you know? And then, I mean, Ghostwire Tokyo, I am definitely very excited for. Uh, Godfall could definitely be cool. Hitman, of course, I'll, I'll play at some point, you know? And, uh... Demon Souls, I'm very curious about. Resident Evil 8, man, cannot wait for Resident Evil 8. And of course, Horizon Forbidden West is going to be an absolute blast. I'm I'm just, I'm sure that's going to be awesome. So, I can't wait for these games. I can't wait for this console. I, I'm going to get it at some point. I, I want to be frugal. I want to be able to, you know, save some money and all this kind of stuff. I don't want to have to blow a whole bunch of money all at once on something that I can play my PlayStation 4 for quite a while longer because I have a backlog of games that I can easily dip into for longer. Uh, but, you know, I guess we'll see how my willpower holds out. <laughs> Does this mean I'm getting one day one? No, I have more willpower than that. We'll just see how much I got. Uh, <laughs> so that's it for this episode. What do you think of the PlayStation 5 reveal? What do you think of these games? Did you see the trailers? What do you think of them? What are you looking forward to? You excited? You disappointed? Honestly, this is like all I could have asked for, you know? I mean, I asked for more in my last episode, but just without expecting more. We didn't get Batman. Huh. Interesting. That was one that I was kind of expecting that it's like, oh, that very likely could be on there. No Batman. Interesting. Uh, what do you want to see out of the PlayStation 5? Are you excited for what you've seen out of the PlayStation 5? Are you going to get one or are you not going to get one? Shoot me an email. Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys about this. Uh, the Helix Reviews Podcast, proud member of the Christian Geeks Central Network. Uh, cool. Christians, Geeks, Centrals, Networks. It's cool. Check it out. ChristianGeeksCentral.com. It's good stuff. Coming up on the show, uh, I know I said this last time, but uh, also I didn't know that this was gonna happen. Otherwise, I would have said this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on with the the best of the decade lists. You know, my next episode should be coming up next, either that or my first impressions of The Last of Us Part Two. Whichever one of those comes first, The Last of Us Part Two is coming out very soon. That's all for this time, guys. This is David Arrington of the Helix Reviews Podcast signing out. Bye, bye, guys.